The following Dafyomi consists of several parts. It begins with the Dafyomi recorded today, continues on with a quick review that allows you to go over the entire Daf in just five minutes, and then concludes with the last cycle's Dafyomi, which you may enjoy more simply because there are different participants, has a different ambience. Enjoy. Well, this is most amazing. We're ready to actually begin a brand new Mesechta. Mesechet! Menachot! Okay, so before we begin, let's just remember that what we're really going to do here in Menachot, at least the first part, is going to be almost a word-for-word review of Zvachim, which is great, because all mm-hmm. of the issues that we dealt with, the terms of Shalom Mishma, Pigel, and the various Avodot, all are exactly the same as they are here. And the question is, how do we learn out Mincha from the Dinim that we had in Zavach? So the Droshes will be somewhat different, and many of them exactly the same, because remember, Zot Torah, and then we go through all of the Karbanas, the Mukash and Lahadari in the end anyway, so it's not surprising. The, the big thing to remember is the way in which the Arba Avodot of Zivachim, which was, of course, there we had the Shrita, and we had the next thing was the Kabbalah, and then we did the Holacha and the Zrika. Those were the only four Avodot that could be Kovea, what the Din of the Karma would be in terms of Lishma, in terms of Pigol. The object of the Pigol, that's something else. The object of the Pigol would be the Haktara, or the Achila, but as far as what would be Kovea Pigol. The same thing is true in the Mincha, and as we've seen throughout Zvachim, we have complete parallels. Obviously, the parallel of halacha to halacha is clear, but if you start off with kmitza, the kmitza is essentially the separation of one of the piece, so to speak, that you're going to be putting on the mizbeah. That's the equivalent of the shechita. The shechita of the zevach turns the living animal into the pieces that will be brought on the mizbeah. In this case, you have the dam and you have the murim. Here, your kemetz, that's the act of shechita. Then you do the kabbalah. I do the kabbalah, the dam goes into a kos. Same thing is true with the kemitza. The kemitza is put into matan kli, it's called. So matan kli is the equivalent of kabbalah tadam. Then you walk with it. That's holacha. Same machloket that we had back in Zavakim about an avayda that's efshel of vatla, because if you did it right up against the mizbech, you wouldn't really need to do the holacha. With Rabbi Shimon and Rechomim, we're going to have over here also. So according to Rabbi Shimon, there aren't four avodot, there are three. And then the equivalent of zrika, now this gets a little confusing to some people. The hakrava takomet is not the hakrava, it's the zrika. Because remember that the comet is the matir. So don't get confused just because it looks like you're doing hakrava. The matir of the zrikata dam, which now makes the, 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 in the carbon, so to speak, the shirayim of the carbon, which is the basar, or whatever else is going to be used, the imurim, as the case may be, whatever will be royal mizbeach, the mizbeach, whatever is royal adam, la adam, the equivalent in the mincha is getting the kemitz to the mizbeach, but that doesn't mean getting it simply on the edge of the mizbeach, putting it in the fire in the mizbeach is the act of zrikat adam, as it would be in the, there is no equivalent to hakravat emurim anyway. Which Lamaise is irrelevant because Akravate Murim are meaningless for the carbon also. We don't need Akravate Murim in order to be Matir carbon, in order to be Makshir carbon, and um, therefore, for all intents and purposes, it's not part of our chart. We don't even see it. So it's just remember that Haktarata Komets is Zrikatadam. For all intents and purposes, those are the four Avodot. Now let's talk about the different types of Menachot as they might affect 
the dinam of Zvachim. There's also, just like we had a chatat, which is unique in that Shalolish apostles, in Zvachim we have a menachot, the same thing, minchat chote. Now it's rare to have a minchat chote because the only time we'll have a minchat chote is A, it has to be a carbonol of a yore, which was a rare type of chatat, and that was for Kedisil Amigdash, or the Beshoge, or where you have the, uh, someone was made a shvua, the kafir pipikadon, or he was shvua ta'idut, or I mean, they, we have all of our examples of Olaviyorit. Now we dealt with the Zvach, but the point is that if you can't afford neither the Zava nor the Ov, and you're very, very poor, you bring a Mincha. That Mincha becomes the equivalent of a carbon Chatat, and it's an absolutely unique Mincha. It's the only Mincha that you don't bring Shemen Vilabona. Because the Torah doesn't want it to be Muhudar, and it's called therefore Chareva. Chareva means it's dry. So it isn't, it isn't, it doesn't have the oil and the nice tsura that another Mincha would have. Mincha Sota, which is, we're treated for all intents and purposes. There's a Mincha Schoite. Uh, it's different because it's made out of a different material. It's not really Baal. It's made out of Sorin. It's supposed to Chitin. It's not really Baal Chait. It's Baal Birur Avon, and that creates Lafkaminas Lalochas. We'll see later on. But in any event, the same dinim that we have. Had about whether a chatak shalolishma considered to be pasul, yeah, that's the same din that we have over here. Shalolishma would be pasul by a minchat chotei. So those are the individuals korban mincha that he would be chayev. And you, that's a chovah. There's one other that, that you could call a chovah simply because it could be an adjunct to an adava, but the Torah demands that you bring it. That's if you're bringing an adava, that's of a, of a carbon shlomi or a carbon oila. As we had before, there's minchat nisachim. As a matter of fact, the closing piece of Zvachim discussed the interrelation. If you remember, the Gemara said, mincha, how did we get to a mincha? Where would there be zrika that affects a mincha? And we ended up saying there absolutely is. A zrika that affects a mincha because there are the minchat nesachim where the connection is that the Torah said together with your zevach bring a korban mincha. So that is the mincha that we put entirely is given to get together with your oilas put on the mizbeach. That's a chova, so to speak. So the, that's another possibility. There's another chova that we talked about at the end of Zvachim, and we looked at it as if it was a chova tzibur, even though it really is a yachid, and that is the korban of the Kohen Gadol that's brought every day, the minchat chaviti, which is brought in two halves. Normally, the isaron solat is the shear of what we actually bring as the mincha. The chavitim is split up. So we do half of it in the morning, half of it in the afternoon, but the Kohen Gadol is not the only one who brings the equivalent of the Minchat Chavitim, because the Minchat Chavitim has two identities. One is the Kohen Minchat Chavitim, which is split. The other is every Kohen on the first day that he comes in to do his Avodah, brings that Korban. And therefore it's called a Minchat Chinuch, because it's there to be Mechanechim, Mechanechim in the sense of dedicate to begin the, like the Chanukat HaMizbeach. This is the Chanukat HaKohen. So those are the Korbanot that would be an individual's Chobah. There's also Korbanot of Etzibor, that are Let's say the Lechem Aponim. Remember the Lechem Aponim? Again, let's not get prejudiced. The abstraction is that the Lechem Aponim is basically a Mincha, so that you have the two container 
containers of the Levon on either side, that's the equivalent of the Komet. You take those two containers, you put them on the Mizbech, that's the equivalent of the Akrova of the Komet. So Mamela, it's a Mincha with all the ingredients of a Mincha. It just looks different, and we are used to thinking of it differently, but really it's a glorified Mincha. What, on the Shulchan? On the Shulchan. Then we have, of course, the Mincha Ta'omer, which is a complete Chova. That's really a regular Mincha that we treat like any other Mincha, except, of course, that it's made out of Saurim, and, and uh, in that it's similar to only to one other Mincha, which is the Mincha Sota. And then we have all of the glorious Minachot, which are Nidavot. There's something that's unique about a mincha that's an adava, and that is that it's clearly what it is. Meaning, you can't confuse one for the other, because when it comes to carbon, I mean, you have a cup of blood. There's no no way to tell what that cup of blood is. But when you're talking about a mincha, every type of mincha looks different. So the standard mincha would be the minchat solet, which is in process. It's just solet. We don't cook it. We don't bake it. We mix it with the shemen. We have the lavona on it. If somebody's bringing a comet to that, it's very clear what he's doing. And therefore, we're going to see that there's a big machloket, because maybe when it comes to a mincha, you, what are you going to say? You're holding a piece of solet, in, a, a handful of solet, you're going to say, I am bringing a machavat. Now, a machavat would be a pancake. Where's the pancake? So clearly, what you're saying is contradicting <laughs> by what you're doing. Maybe you can't have a machshevet shalolishma when it's what you're doing is so clearly making a laughing stock out of what you're saying. Because always we say the maaseh is more powerful than the statement of the machshevet. Remember, Rash learns machshevet is always literally bedibur. So what type of menachot do we have? We have a stand. Is that raw? Raw. So we have the standard minchat solid, which is raw. And then we have minachot, four different minachot that are not raw. We have the minchat machavat, which I just discussed, like a pancake. Minchat marcheshet, which is like a machavat, except that it's more like a wok. Except you don't use it like a wok. You fill it up with water. It's more, it's soft, therefore. It's like a teglach. You know, in the beginning, when you start, you start putting, you put them in, you let them, that's why it's called rochesh, marcheshet. The whole thing looks like it's rolling in there. So that is a soft mix. No way to mix up something that's hard with something that's soft. You can see if it's a marcheshet or if it's a machavat. And then we... Yeah. And then we have a minchat ma'afet tanur, which comes also in two varieties. So you have a halot and you have rikikin, which are basically the difference between the type of matzot that the Ashkenazim will make, or I should say, respectively, that the Svarnim will make, which is like a chala, or a cracker, which is the matzah. And they're both, of course, matzah. And all of these are not allowed to be chomets. They're always matzah. So those, that basically is the, is the deal. Very simple. We've got the four types of minachot that are distinguishable plus the one that isn't cooked at all. So five different types of minchat <coughs> Then you've got your minchat nesachim, which is also not cooked, very similar to a minchat solet. You've got the the carbonate of the tzibur that are minachot. So we have the chavitim and the and the uh, minchas chinoch, which technically speaking is really entirely the yachit. And then we have the non-mixed with oil minachot chareva, which is for the sota and for the chote. Now let us begin our mishnah. <laughs> Exactly word for word, our beginning is Vachim. So you go ahead and you do the Zrika, uh, the Shechita, in this case the Kmitza, Shalol Eshman. Shalol Eshman, remember, has two meanings, and the, the, the Gemara assumes throughout that both meanings are implied unless we say otherwise. One Shalol Eshman would be Shalol Eshman of what it is, so that in the case of the Zevach, you're bringing a Shlomim L'Shem Olah, or vice versa, or the Rechatas L'Shem Shlomim. The other is Shalol Eshman in terms of the owner, Shalol Eshem Ba'alim. So here it would mean both. 
as Tosis points out, and you do the act, the act of Kmita while saying, according to Rashi, we thinking, according to Sabrishon, that it's not shame the type of mincha that you're bringing it for. It would be kosher anyway. So let's say it's a minchas marches, you have in mind for it to be a machavat, then it would be kosher. But lo alulabalim l'shem chova. Here the meaning of chova is where the guy had accepted upon himself to do it. That's his chova, not that it's a chova in Torah. So it was a netter. Was a yotzi his netter? No. Is the mincha kosher? Kosher in terms of what? To eat? If something isn't kosher and hektish, it becomes osin alati psuleh it's completely kosher. And the shirayim, assuming that the owner isn't a kohen. This is an important caveat, because any time that the owner is a kohen, there are no shirayim. The entire thing is brought whole. So the mincha becomes an ayla, so to speak. That's the only mincha that we look at as an ayla, a mincha's kohen. Oh, wait. No, the whole thing is put onto the mizbeach. Yeah. If, it, if it's owned by a kohen, boom, there's no shirayim. So... Other, otherwise, it's like the basar of kachikadashim, minchas kachikadashim. So here, the mincha would be completely kosher. The only thing is that the owner is going to have to bring another one. That's all. Except, of course, just like in zvachim, except for a minchat chotei. But in this case, minchat chotei is extended into the minchat kanaut, which is not technically a minchat chotei because it's biruravon. But nonetheless, it's compared to minchat chotei and the sota that brings. A minchat kanaut, where the coin brings it to shame, something else or someone else. Not only was it not oil labal and shame chova, it doesn't work, and it's not kosher at all. Now, in a case where a minchat chotei or minchat kanaut, what we're using now as the example, because that's the only one that'll be nifsa, and here's where we want to get into all four avodot, just like we did in Zvachim. So, shekomtsan shalolishman, which was the act of the equivalent of shechita, or natan bekli, which is the equivalent of kabbalat adam and akli, or halach, which is the equivalent of halach, v'hiktir, which is the equivalent of zorak, not the equivalent of aktorah, of akrova, zorak. So you put the kibitza on the Mizbeach, that is the equivalent of the Zrikat Adam. In any of the cases that you did the above, any of the above, Shalol Shaman, or for that matter, even if you started doing it Lishman and you did it then Shalol Shaman, we had that Machlok Rashi and Tosfos, we're referring to two separate Avodot, the Kmitza and the Holocha, let's say, or the act of the Kmitza itself beginning with one Machshava, ending with another Machshava, it's dependent in the Gemara as well, and how we understand the mission light of that Gemara, or you started doing it Shalol Shaman, and then you do it Lishman, and in this case it would be, the the two the two issues would be do we go according to the beginning of a person speech and we go according to tefilat varav or do we say besov tvarav adam mitvas that's a question and this we say both so if any part of it was shalol it would be possible whether it started shalol then you corrected yourself or vice versa we would still have to say that it was not only not all of the chova but since we're talking about it actually is possible ketzav lishman v'shalol what do I mean? Well, let's say you start off saying that you're bringing this as a minchat chotei, and then you say, well, no, actually, this is an adava, or vice versa. Shalol l'shman v'l'shman, that would mean you start off by saying this is a minchat adava, and then would say, I mean it to be a minchat chotei. It's too late, and it's already the shalol l'shman, or whichever one came first. In this case, the, the l'shman came last. It's too late. 
Says the Gemara, the word Ella is troublesome. We say Ella Shalulabalim Bashem Chavan. Of course, all of you who learned Zvachim, all of this daf you already know, because we just substitute for the word Mincha, Zevach, Mincha. So why do we need the word Ella? What we should say is Kalamadachot Shadikimitz Shalalash Vakshirod, Velalulabalim Bashem Chavan. In the Ella, Ella always refers to nothing but, that is to say, something that you would not have expected. And that, of course, remember, is the question of what happens with the Shalalash Vakshirod. Something is kosher shalolishma. You could say the reason it's not all about the Chovah is because it became what it is that you changed it to. So since I said I'm going to bring a minchat bachavah, and I end up bringing what has now become a minchat barcheshet, at least supposedly, because he said it's a minchat barcheshet. So I wasn't Yosemachia. But right now, what is this mincha? It has to be treated as a minchat barcheshet. So anything else that will be done, if you have a machshava, you're doing a l'shem minchat barcheshet. That's one way of looking at it, that the machshava actually changes the din of the mincha. But the other way of looking at it is that you violated the din of the mincha, and nonetheless, it doesn't matter. In which case, the reason it's not all of the Bible Shem Chovah is because of the violation, not because it's different than what it says that you were going to bring. It's still the same mincha you said, but you're not Yotze because it didn't keep to all of the dinim. There's a big difference between the two, because if you actually change the nature of the mincha, then you would do the rest of the Avodot for a different mincha. By the way, I should point out that obviously the Kamitza is going to be very, very different when you're talking about something that hasn't been cooked, something that has been cooked. You can't be cooked, it's a pancake. That's your slot. <laughs> so <laughs> what we do, actually, well, what about if it's baked? I mean, there for sure you can't be What are you going to do if you have, you have a lechem or a kike that was baked in a tanur? So the kmitza, in that case, uh, you will see that the din of kmitza is not the gouge. The din of kmitza that has to fit into your hand and then anything that's left up. What the din is that you have to do petita. Petita, of course, would only be done where it's required, but it means exactly what it implies, turning something back into crumbs. So first, it needs to be broken up in order for you to, to do, that's not an Aveda, it's a logistic requirement. There are other things that we have to do, by the way, which include Hagrasha to the Mizbeha, or sometimes touching the Mizbeha, Tnufa, which is to wave it up and down and back and forth, but those are not any of the Arba Avodot. They do require a Kohen, but they don't give the Din of an Aveda in terms of passing. so keep that aside. When we said there are four Avodot, doesn't mean that's all that you do. It means that those are the things that are Koveya, the Halacha of the Mincha in terms of Shalom and so on and so forth. So in any event, Ella in this case implies that nothing but that one particular halach has changed, which therefore teaches us, says the Gemara, why does it say Ella? Why does it just say Lulabali, Because that the only difference is the impact on the Chov of the Balim. Labalim, but the Mincha itself remains exactly the Mincha that it was before. It's entirely and therefore, you cannot continue to change the din of the mincha by saying, well, it's already changed. So now let's treat it as the machabat instead of the marchesha. You can't do that. Kidarava, the Rava Oila. Just because you shechted the oil as a shlamim, let's say. You're not allowed to do anything else like the zrika, also the shame shlamim. First of all, I mean, that could just be a plain, simple svar. 
And if you're not happy with this Farah, because you believe that Shalolishma impacted the nature of the carbon, then we are actually have a posse. So Ibait Ema Svara, Ibait Ema Kra, Ibait Ema Svara. I mean, what would give you the grounds to believe that Mishum de Mishani Bakalhani, just because you messed things up until now, Lishne Bavaniza, you should continue to mess things up? There's no, exactly, there's no indication that the Heksher of Shalolishma affected the carbon in any way. It just doesn't create an eco for the carbon. Well, why would it be able to change the dinim of the carbon? So why should you change more? But there's also a beautiful posik that shows us by making a very glaring inconsistency between the beginning of the posik and the closing of the posik. It says, It's a very specific meaning. A netter is a responsibility. You take it upon yourself. Upon your the way the Gemara puts it is, the way we make a netter is, Hare Allah. Allah means it's on me. We say that in English too. It's on me. That doesn't only mean paying for the restaurant. It's on me means I take responsibility for it. And therefore it's command to toin It's as if you put it on your shoulders, says the Gemara. That's exactly the meaning of a netter. And yet, the next words are, Nidava Asher dibarta beficha. What do you mean in the dava? In the dava? You, you, you just said it was a netter. How did it turn into an dava? You'll notice that the words correlate netter of a correlate dava do not apply, appear in, in Zvachim in that fashion. It seems very repetition. Indeed, the Shita takes out those words, just like they don't appear in Zvachim. Because of what's it added? The contradiction is manifest. Is it a netter? Is it an adava? Ah, the point is, what's the difference between netter and adava? None. The only difference is that the netter needs to be your responsibility, and then the adava is as if, okay, look, this animal should be what it is. If anything happens to the animal, that's not my problem. Therefore, the Pasuk is saying exactly that. If you did it the way you said, nadarta, that's what you said. Vyasita kasher nadarta. Do it the way you said, but you didn't, did you? So now what's the din? That you didn't do it. Well, you just made yourself an extra donation. You broke it, you pay. <laughs> Therefore, you're going to be the one that's going to have to now go ahead and buy another one. It's such a beautiful way of putting it. So you just made yourself an adava. Lovely. Okay, but your netter, you weren't yotze. So im kamash nadarta v'skasher nadarta sita. Fine, then that's your netter. But im lav, okay, it's now an adava. If it's an adava, you have a right to change an adava. You brought a carbon as a as a nidvat ola. But now you can say, I, I, I'm going to treat it as something else. It's also the shinuyebe. So it says, Beferish, im zevach shlamim karbano. From where we learn out, shetehez vicha l'shem. You need to do every last element according to what it is you committed yourself to do. In this case, as an adava, of course. In any event, there's something very striking about this Mishnah, and that is, as we've mentioned before, we learned this in Zvachim, and we're going to remind ourselves now, the issue that we raised earlier, which is how can a statement which is manifestly nonsensical, I'm, I'm saying that this Marcheshet is a Machavat, I mean, what are you, out of your mind? So how can a statement like that affect the kashas of the carbon? And therefore, Rabbi Shimon, who holds that, seems to argue on our Mishnah. Are we forced to say, therefore, says the Gemara, Lema matnitin, deloka Rabbi Shimon? Because, let me remind you about Rabbi Shimon, the time. Rabbi Shimon, no matter. Kolam in a chot, shenik vetsu shalolishman, 
they are not on Iksherot, they are all alabalim l'shem chova. Because you didn't make any impact whatsoever by having that machshava. And don't try to tell me that the four avodot of a mincha are the full equivalent when it comes to pigol, are the full equivalent of the four avodot on the zeva, because that's irrelevant when it comes to shalolishma. Yes, pigol, you're thinking about eating it chutz lezman or chutz or doing the akrov, aktoras, akomet, chutz lezman or chutz Fine. Yes, for that, the four avodot are similar. But shalolishman is an absurdity in this sense when it comes to mincha, because look, akomets machavat shumar cheshet. I mean, what are you saying? It's very, very clear that what you're really doing is a shumachavat. I mean, look at you. You're holding a machavat in your hand and you're claiming it's a machesha. It's an absurdity. You claim holding a minchat choteh, which is chareva, and it shouts that it's chareva. It doesn't have any oil in it. And you're claiming that, ah, look at the lovely oil belulah bashemen v'diskei. Huh? So <laughs> it's only in Zvachim that you can get into this issue. By Zvachim, it's not like that. All Zvachim are generic. You shech them all the same way. You do Zerika the same way. The Kabbalah is the same way. Now, you notice, by the way, that you left out Holacha. But that's because Rabbi Shimon's Shita is that Holacha is not Ma'akev because it's Evshalavatla. By doing it right up against the Mizbeh, what do you have to walk for? Okay, but... The deal is, I have no way to detect by looking at what's in your hand or what's in the cup or what you're putting on the mizbeach. Absolutely no way to know what you're doing. And therefore, your statements are definitive. But where I got eyes and I'm looking at what you're doing and you're just talking nonsense, then it's divrishtut vehevel. I don't pay any attention to what you're saying. And there is no point where I am dealing with a mincha that I can't look and know what it is that you're really doing despite what you're saying. And therefore, we ignore your statements. Now, our Mishnah is obviously saying that, no, that's not true. And that, indeed, it makes all the difference in the world. It pa- so there's two issues here. A note that he mentions both of them. Because a chareva is a minchat choteh. So he's claiming that a minchat choteh would be kosher. Forget about all the labalim. It's... Yeah. Uh, clearly different. I could see one is pancake when they're not, it's not turned into little crumbs. So therefore, he is making a point that these are my two examples. Why am I giving you these two examples? Because one of them, you'd say, okay, when it comes to the issue of neder, nedava, eh, it's not so important. But I mean, I mean, I mean, you were thinking the wrong, no, he brings that example both. Chareva, minchaschote, l'shem, blula. So notice he argues on both points of our Mishnah. Our Mishnah is saying that when it comes to Minchat Nedava, you're not going to be Yotzi if you brought it as a neder. When it comes to Minchat Chote, it's going to be totally possible. And he's going to say the opposite extreme. They're all Yotzi Mishum Neder, and you're even Yotzi Minchat Chote. Wow. So it seems to be there would be no possible way of fitting Rabbi Shimon's approach into our Mishnah. Now, now, if we realize that we are about, and the Gemara, of course, often does this. It assumes that you know everything, but then it'll make it clear to you afterwards. So let's just jump ahead in our minds for a moment. The truth is that there is even a stira in Rebbe Shimon. We're going to see that there's two brightos. In one, Rebbe Shimon says exactly what we just read, and that is that it's impossible to make a mincha, a machesh, a or a chareva, a belula. And in the other, he talks about a psul of shalolishban, a mincha, just like our mishnah. Now, 
there you say, aha, uh-huh. so, I mean, that's the steer that we're asking. We're asking the steer from our Mishnah to, to the Brighton Rabbi Shimon. Now, there were three different approaches to how to understand the steer in that Brighton. Obviously, whatever we said about the steer in the Brighton ought to work to explain away the steer from the Mishnah to the Brighton. However, it's not the case. Because the Mishnah, unfortunately, makes it very clear that some of the answers that we attempt to use, for instance, the difference whether you're talking about Shalol Shema in terms of the Shem Balim, I mean, obviously, if the problem is that I changed the owner of the Mincha, that is it. Rabbi Shimon never said, what do you mean? How could you say it's Joe's when it's really Shmo's? I mean, I have no way of seeing that in your hand. So uh, that part would be very nice, except, of course, the Mishnah uses both examples. It talks about Mincha and Machavat, because uh, <laughs> otherwise we'd be able to easily answer it. Rabbi Shimon clearly isn't rejecting the concept of Shalol Shema. He's just saying a Shalol Shema that's Nikar in the Maaseh. Okay, so it's clear that not all answers are necessary. <laughs> Certainly going to apply to our mission. So let here is the way in which we're going to go through it by recognizing first the problem between the Mishnah and the, the, Mishnah and the Brita, and then attempting to use the Terutzen that we just gave on the Brita, which we didn't just give, but will give. But again, the Gemara is sort of like quantum physics. That before, or after, it doesn't really matter. So that we're looking ahead now. So therefore, <laughs> which of course we're going to see, so you might as well know it now, who says that the difference between the Brita and Avrib Shimon, who passes the Shalodishma, <coughs> and the Brita we just had of Rabbi Shimon, who's Maksha Shalodishma, Rav Ashi says, You gentlemen misunderstand Rabbi Shimon completely. It's not that Rabbi Shimon doesn't hold that there's a conceptual name for a mincha. It's not that he says a minchat machavat is a concept called a minchat machavat. It's also a logistic expression of that concept. But obviously, if you would change a minchat machavat into a minchat marcheshet, that would be a shinoi shame. Because somebody says, what do you mean? But look, what do you mean look? I'm bringing my minchat marcheshet wrong. But it's still a minchat marcheshet. So there... Of course, Rabbi Shimon would agree that conceptually you did it Shalal And there's no contradiction between what you're saying and what you're doing. The only time there's a contradiction is where you don't say a minchat machavat. You say, look at this beautiful marcheshet. Huh? Where's the marcheshet? We see a machavat. There your statement is pure nonsense. And therefore, it doesn't affect the conceptual at all because you only address the logistical. And we know that that's not true. And therefore, we shouldn't have to worry about it at all. Richie, watch out. So Bishlam, according to Ravashi, who says that it depends if your comet's a machavat l'shem archeshet, or if your comet's a minchat machavat l'shem minchat marcheshet, okay, then there's no problem at all. Because our Mishnah is talking about a mincha of X for a mincha of Y, to which Rabbi Shimon has completely agreed that that is a psul when it comes to a chote, and it's a shalol but it turns it into a nadava when it comes to a minchat nadava. But there were two other answers to the contradiction in Rabbi Shimon, which we all know because we saw it a little bit later, and that is Rabba and Rava. What are you going to say about that? 
Um, could you just give me a hint? Okay, okay. Vechitemekodakomishane, Rabba. I mean, what are you going to say? Let's take Rabba's answer as to the stira. That kan b'shinoi kedesh, kan b'shinoi ba'alim. Obviously, Rabbi Shimon is going to agree where you change the name of the owner, that that isn't something that's apparent in what's in your hand. What are you going to say? That the case in the Mishnah that says Pastor Shalom Shema is talking about a change in the owner? The Mishnah says Beferish that it's talking about Shinoi Kodesh. As well, Diktani, it gives an example, you see. You thought that example was innocuous. But the truth is, it's fatal to the attempt to make it work out of Libra to Rabbi Shimon. And there it says, what do I mean by Lishman Shalom Lishman? Uh-oh, doesn't say for Joe. No, I mean for Shmo, or for Shmo, I mean for Joe. It says, So the change, obviously, is the type of preparation. One being Chareva, one being Balul. So that's not going to work in the Mishnah. I got news for you. Yeah, absolutely. That's the main Shinar Kodesh. There's also Shinar Bali. V'inami, you want to try Rava's answer? What was Rava's answer, by the way? Just remind me. Kan bekomets mincha l'shom mincha. Kan bekomets mincha l'shom zeva. That saying a mincha shalolashma is a psul, is where you had in mind not a different type of mincha, but rather you're treating it as a carbon that is zeva. I mean, the mincha is not talking about anything like that. The mission is not talking about anything like that. The Mishnah says, Mincha, Lashem Mincha. It says, Shalom Lashem Lashman, Lashem Mincha, Nidava, Lashem Mincha, Trotem. And where's the Zevach? There's no Zevach. It's all about Minachot. So you're right. You know what? According to Rabbah and Rava, there is no choice. It's Machvarta. Machvarta means it's as clear as white and absolutely crystal clear. That Matnitin, Deloka Rabbi Shimon. There is no possible way, if that's the only answer they can give us in the differences of Rabbi Shimon, clearly it is not a difference that's going to have any impact on our mission. Oh, by the way, if the Mishnah doesn't bother you against Rabbi Shimon, why doesn't... Ah, how do you turn it off? If it, that Mishnah doesn't bother you, so then how about the contradiction of the Brayta, which you didn't see before, did you? <laughs> well, you thought you did, but why don't we just tell it to you? Verami the Rabbi Shimon the Rabbi Shimon, the Tanya. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Kodesh Kodeshimi Kachatat Vicha Asham. So when the Torah talks about the halacha of the Mincha, when it comes to the Kohen, and what it is that the Kohen is allowed to eat. So there it says, Lo tamishe, so on and so forth. Why are we comparing a mincha to a chatat and to we've got a stira. Where is the stira the time? Rabbi Shimon Omer Kodesh Kodashimi Kachatat Vachasham, which implies some are like a chatat and some are like a hasham. What does that mean? Well, I mean chathote is like a chatat. Lefichach kamsashalolish mapsula kechatat. What? This is Rabbi Shimon? Rabbi Shimon who just said there is no way to make a shalolishma? This doesn't make any sense. On the other hand, a minchat nidava is like an asham. And therefore, if you're kaimit shalolishma, it's kosher, but not completely kosher. It's like an asham. Ma asham kasher, but it's not meratzeh for the baalim. Af minchat nidavas kshira, but it's not meratzeh for the baalim. Uh-oh. <laughs> you couldn't get a bigger contradiction or Shimon than this. Does he hold that shalolishma passes a mincha or not? Omar rabba lo kasher. Kan kodesh, kan baalim. Okay. That didn't work for our Mishnah, however. Remember, because the Mishnah was we're talking about Shinoi of the Kodesh of the Mincha itself. And here we get a little bit into the actual discussion between Abaya's approach and Rabbah's approach because Abaya asks Rabbah, how do you know that Machshava is a psul at all? 
because Machshav Leposor Achmana is basically built out of the Hekesh that compares now the Karbonites, and therefore you are thinking up differences in the Hekesh on your own. So it means it's only Kachatat Kasham in certain ways. I mean, Mali Shinoi Kodesh, Mali Shinoi Balim. I don't understand where you can come up with your own de- definition. Uh, isn't there a dinner that Hekesh is total? Or Marley, <laughs> you're forgetting who the author of the din is, Rabbi Shimon. Remember, what is absolutely unique about Rabbi Shimon, his approach to Kola Torah Kula, is that he holds that every din in the Torah is meant to be understood in the context of its probable reasoning. What makes it rational? So that's called Darshina Taimidikra. Yes, everybody agrees that we're supposed to learn something out of what we're told, but not that we apply that learning back into the meaning of the Pasuk. It's just an implication. Rabbi Shimon holds that we actually have a right to rely on that logic to define the meaning of the din. Therefore, says Rabbi Shimon, look, it's it's clear that if the Torah is telling you that there's a Shinoi Kodesh that's a problem, it's just not reasonable that it's referring to a problem that is immediately and on the surface detectable as not being so. It would only be where it would affect the way that you would relate to the Mincha. Therefore, says Rabbi to Abaya, there's no problem over here of asking, but, but the Hekesh says, this is not blind Hekesh. It's Maaseh Mochichin that Rabbi Shimon used was a Svara. Because remember, Rabbi Shimon is Darsh time of the crop. Since, according to Rabbi Shimon, we have a right to analyze what the Torah is saying, it makes sense, therefore, to say, Machshava de lo minkira pasarachmana, a Machshava that can be taken seriously and is not contradicted by the facts that the Torah apostles, but Machshava de minkira lo pasarachmana. So, wait a second then, if that's the case. See, I thought, says Abai, I thought that we were talking about some kind of fundamental halacha that distinguishes menachas from zvachim. Now you're saying it's a general thing. I mean, that it doesn't have anything to do with mincha. I mean, if, if I could give you an example of a case of a zevach that would be distinguishable on the surface, then Rabbi Shimon should say the same thing. Okay, I got a case for you. How about an olata'ov? where I did the Malika on the top of the Mizbeach. Now remember, the, the uh, Ola Ta'of, remember how we always remember it. Ola goes, Of is Ola, so it goes up. It has to be on the top of the Mizbeach. And that's exactly where you did it. You went ahead and you did the Malika right there, but you say, looky, looky, I'm being like a Chata Sa'of. So we should say, yeah, right. If it's a Chata Sa'of, why would it be on the top of the Mizbeach? You ain't fooling anybody. Then that should be, according to Rabbi Shimon, it's exactly the same case as, right, that's a Mar Cheshet. Ha! So it should be, Miratzeh, because Maaseh Mochichin Ofi. It's clear that this is an Olatahov, because if it was a Chatatahov, what's it doing being Moluk on the top of the Mizbeach? If you're going to have to put the dam on the bottom of the Mizbeach, by the time you get to the bottom of the Mizbeach, you're not going to have any dam left. So you wouldn't do it. I mean, it's kosher, but what idiot would do Malika of an of a chatas above the chutasikra because it would have been done obviously lamato David like Richie watch out ah
Says the Gemara, no, because look, there's a big difference between normative behavior and the the, the din. Are you telling me it's not possible? What? It's not possible. Somebody decides that ah, oh, you know, I'll go down afterwards. I'm already up here. I'll do the the malika now. Whatever. I mean, it's certainly kosher. So you're saying, but I mean, it's not the way it would be done. So that's not a contradiction. The way it would be done is not the same as the only way it could be done. That that doesn't bother me. Okay, I got a better question for you, Zizabai. Better question. Look, take an olata of now. An olata of the weight in which. You put the dam on the mizbeah is by squeezing it out of the body against the side of the mizbeah. The chata of the way that you put the dam on the mizbeah is by taking the body and sprinkling it, swinging it so the dam is sprinkled onto the mizbeah. There's no way to get confused between that. So if I take an olata of and there I am on top of the mizbeah and I do the mitzui of the dam on top of the mizbeah and I claim to be doing this l'shem chata of Everybody says that. No chatataov. We see what you're doing. You are doing mitzui in the place which is kosher only for the oila. Obviously, it's really an olatov. So it should be meratze because maaser mochichinolea do olatovi. Because if it was a chatataov. It would be, first of all, lamata. And secondly, you would be doing it as hazaya, as sprinkling you would have done it. You never would have done it as a mitsui. So it's clear to us that this is definitely not what you're claiming that it is. It's obviously an oil. No, no. Look, the observer, me. I would say, Amri, I would say to myself, hey, that's strange. Oh, he must be dealing with the mitsui of the shirayim of the chatatov. Because remember, after you do the hazayah, you do the mitsui. You say, but wouldn't he be down on the ground? Well, again, that's normal, but it isn't essential. The Omar Mar, Because, I mean, the important thing is the shirayim, the leftovers of the blood of the chatat, they're going to drip down anyway. So what do I care where you press it up against the Mizbeah? So the person who's looking could say, yeah, interesting. He's apparently finished. I mean, he says it's a chata, so I guess what he's doing is the mitzri of the nam. Since the act on its own doesn't cry out, I am an oila, so therefore uh, I have no way of distinguishing it from what he's saying. Oy vea, you stubborn. I'll ask you another one, says Habaya. How about this? You take a chata of and you do the Hazoya of the Khatas of Lamata. And then you say, looky, looky at the Ola Sa'of. Now that. That is ridiculous. Because everybody says, Ola Ta'of, what's it doing on the ground? That has to be on top of the Mizbeah. Hey, I see you doing a Hazaya. If it was an Ola Ta'of, you would be doing actually a Mitsui. So what's going on over here? You're a liar. So it should be miratze, according to Rabbi Shem, because ma'aseh mochichin alea, t'chatat ha'ofi. It's very, very clear that this is a chatat, because if it was an ola, first of all, it would have been a mala, and secondly, you wouldn't be doing a hazaya. You would be doing a mitzui. Mitzui havi avidlai, says the Gemara. You know what? You're right. According to Rabbi Shimon, that would be kosher. How come you don't read Rabbi Shimon carefully, huh? How come you have to figure all of this out itself? Velo! Does it not say in Rabbi Shimon, quote, Lafish ein haminachot dobot lizvachim. Do you know what zvachim are? Oh, you're thinking in simplistic categories, aren't you? There is the Zevach versus the Mincha. But that's not true. There's the Zevach, which is Shechita, versus 
the Malikas, and the Minchas. So yes, generally speaking, we could include all Menachot. But there are also non-Zvachim in the sense of Malikas. That is to say, Ofot. So he says, Zvachim, Velol Ofot. He never said, I'm limiting my objection to the Din of Shalol Shema to Menachot. I'm saying the only place where there's never a way to know the difference is Zvachim. Because it's totally generic. Zvika Achat Lekulam. But when it would come to an Oath, it's not true that Zrika Achat Lekulam. There's Mitzui, and there's Hazoya, and there's different places. I'm sorry, said. There, indeed, it would be clear-cut what it is that you are doing. In Mamela, the contradiction is only in certain cases going to be sufficient to ruin it. In other cases, it's obvious that it's different. So we can see maybe two out of the three cases by Of Rabbi Shimon would agree to the Chachami. In this last case, that we're Mochiach and Ochinarmi. It's a svara. It's a svara that would apply to any case that is nicker. And it was uh, along the lines of your simplistic thinking that it was some type of halacha that doesn't affect menachot. <laughs> You'd be right. But in fact, says Rabbah, it is not a halacha and therefore could apply even to a hekash. It's a svara. Svara applies across the board. <laughs> or for that matter, even what do I mean when I say Lishman Shalolishman? I mean the Shemin Khat Khote and the Shemin Khat Nidava. And Shalom Lishman Lishman, I mean the Shemit Chad the Dava, the Shemit Chad Chote. Lomali lemit na ela Shalom Alu, lit no vilo Alu lebalim l'shem chova. Hakamashvan, it's only lebalim udalo Alu l'shem chova. But the mincha gufa is kshera vosel shenuya bakid rava. Liom arava ola sheshechata Shalom Lishman asur lizrok dama Shalom Lishman ibaitem asvara vibaitem akra ibaitem asvara. What just because of the mishani kolani lishte bavenezu? Shakom <laughs> agrees. But according to Rabbah Varava, what are you going to say? Which is the simplest thing to say. Well, that's not going to help you in a Mishnah. And it says, And even if you want to take Rava's approach, that can't become its mincha l'shum mincha, can't become its mincha l'shum zevach, it's not what the Mishnah is talking about. The Mishnah is mincha l'shum mincha. It says, Beferish, l'shum l'shum means, l'shum mincha l'shum mincha l'shum mincha l'shum mincha You're right. 
according to Rabbi Varava, we got no choice. Now, as far as what that problem was in Rabbi Shimon, that Abaye and Rabbi and Rava were all coming to address. Rami the Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Shimon, the Tanya. Rabbi Shimon Omer Kodesh Kodashimi Kachatat Vichasham, which means, and some Midachot are Kachatat and some are Kachasham. Obviously, the Minchat Chotei is similar to the Chatat. Lefichach Kametza Shalolishma, Psula Kachatat. On the other end, Minchat Nindava is the equivalent of an Asham. Lefichach Kametza Shalolishma, it's Kshera, but let's not forget. The other part, Kiasham, Masham, it may be kosher, but it's Eino Maratza, so to the Minchat Edavaz Kshira, but it's Eino Alolabalim, Lashem Chovav, Eino Maratza. Omar Rabba lo kasher, kam b'shinu kodesh, kam b'shinu ibalim. Omar le'abaye, wait a minute, the Makshavis Psul is for the heck, Shrachmonei Kishe. Mali shinu kodesh, mali shinu ibalim. Because it's based on a svarah. That wasn't some kind of halakha or whatever. It's a svarah here of Rabbi Shimon. Therefore, it's reasonable to say that that is what the Rachmana was comparing here to Zvachim, and that was possible. But a makshavah the minkara, why would that be possible? Asks Abayalamiata, O Lata Ovshimalakalamala, and he had in mind Mishum Khatatov. He says Mishum Khatatov. Tirat said, because look, Masel Mokikinale, a hundred percent is clearly an Olataov. If it were a Khatatov, it would have been Lamato the Avidle. Who says? Oh, to Khatatov Lamala is Mileta. You're saying, well, you gotta be crazy. So he's crazy. What does that have to do with what carbon it is? Oh my Malika Bakomakomishbekshira. Oh, yeah, all right, so what about an olata of shemitzad amalamala, l'shem chatat of teratzeh, because here certainly ma'asem ochichinala, it's an olata of, if it was a chatat of, first of all, it would have been lamata. And, and, and secondly, it would have been done with hazayah, not with mitzvah. Well, I don't know. I mean, a, 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 an onlooker could say, maybe this was the mitzvah of the shirayim, which is mitzvah the batar hazayim, and that we know the Allah is the Omar Mitsadama Bakom Makom Bemizbeach. It's kosher because the first of all, it could drip to the Yasod, even though it says Yasod, and secondly, even if not, it has to be on the Yasod, even the Mitsui itself of Shiraim is Namakim at all. So Koshkin, if I do it differently, as Tazis points out. But what about a chatatov? She's a domalamato shemolatov. Why isn't that Maratsama Mochino Khatatofi? If it was an olata of, it certainly would have been an olamala, and it would have been done with meat, so you're not with azoya. This one you can't get out of. Who says I need to get out of? Hachinami. You would have, I hear greens. The low didn't, he say. Now, domot is vachim could have been said about ofot also. In ofot domot is vachim. I mean, maybe when it comes to ofot, there are ofot that are domot domot not is vachim. What's the big deal? In fact, it's very meduyak. I think. Thank you for pointing that out. Very, very meduyak in the lush of Rabbi Shimon himself. The following is about from the previous of Yomi Cycle. So here we are waiting for the nice, delicious, new, fresh-looking, rather fat and 
attractive Mesechus. We begin Mesechus Menachus. And the first part of Mesechus Menachus is really parallel completely to the, to the uh, corresponding parts of Mesechus Vokin. Because essentially we have the same issues other than the actual Avedas, which begin in later protein, we discuss the specific Avedas, how we make the various Menachas and what we do. But essentially, as far as the dinam of Mishma, Shalom, Mishma, versus the, 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 the question of Pigo, Neiser, Machsheves Pigo, they're all the same. And therefore, the, the Mishnayas are set up, and even the Limudim and the Gemara almost consciously, you can see them paralleling and uh, adapting in, in Zvokin. It's, it's a fascinating thing to see. And uh, I think that probably the main thing that we should, we should uh, keep in consideration is the opening of the Masech is just to get straight the type of Menachas, so it won't be confusing, and to recognize that there are also, just like there are by Zvokin, four Avedes, there are four Avedes by Menachas. And there's a lot in common also in the way in which these various Avedas are defined and the way in which they're done. So we know that we have the four major Avedas by the Zorkin are the Shkita, the Kabbalah, the Hilocha, and the Zrika. It's only in those four Avedas that a Machshevus Kigo will be called or Machshevus Shalomushma will be called. That's not to say that that's what the Machshava is about, but that's when the Machshava is done. Machshava can be about the Haktara. Now here too, by when it comes to Minka, we also have four Avedas, which are parallel to those four Avedas. In, in place of Shkita, of a Minka, we have Kmita. And that does exactly what the Shkita does. It takes out the life force, so to speak, that is, that is going to be used for the Mishnah. And then we have the actual mitzvah of taking the Kmitzah and putting it into a Kli, which is the equivalent of Kabbalah. So we're Mechabal the Dom, so to speak. We were Mechabal the Mincha, the Kmitzah of the Mincha. And then we have, sorry? Okay? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then we have Hoylocha, just like we had by the Dom. And then we have the actual, the Haktara on the Mizbeach of the Kometz is the equivalent of the Zurika of the Dam on the Mizbeach of a, of the Dam of a Zebach. So that's the four Avedas that we're going to be talking about here. Now just to get straight, because we're going to be referring just sort of Agav to the various Menokas, as if everybody knows them, and I'm sure everybody does from their studying of the Bible, but uh, nonetheless it's, it's worthwhile to review. I brought you a new Gemara, I didn't realize you went out without it. <coughs> Nonetheless, it's worthwhile to review briefly. So, just like by Zvachim, we have the Zvachim that are we have the Chatas, and we have the Yashim, we have the Zikhesha, those are Yachid, the Chatas is usually, Yashim is always a, a, a Yachid issue. And then we have Zikhesha, uh, which are also a Chov that comes from Tzibur. And we have exactly the same, of course, we have sometimes chatos of the tzibur, we have the Yudhapayal and Dovash of tzibur, we have the chatos of the Rigolim, the Sirah Rigolim, Yom HaKippur, Yom HaKippur. So too do we have by Menachas certain chaves. And those are all chaves. Chaves of tzibur, chaves of yachim. We have chaves that are brought for a tzibur, and chaves that are brought for a yachim. And we'll get onto the Dovash in a moment. Now the chovos of Menachas, we have for the yachim, for instance, there is such a thing as a Minchas Chaytei. 
Now, obviously, the mincha's chete is only on a carbon olivari, because otherwise, on a chete, you have to bring a animal, a zeba. However, we know that there are three places where the Torah gives you an option, going all the way down to mincha if you don't have money. And that was by Shuas Aedas and by Shuas Vitui and by Tumas Migdash Vitadashas. We had a great lane. We discussed back in Shuas, those halachas. And that's called a, min- a Minchas Chete. We also have something which is similar to a Minchas Chete, which is a Minchas Birur Avon, and that's the Minchas Seita. Now, those two are unique mm-hmm. because they are called Charevot. Since they're coming Binogea Avon, either Birur Avon of the Seita or to be Machapran and Avon of the Chatas, the Torah says do not put Shemen on that Mincha. Therefore, they're called dried. They're Charuv because they don't have the oiliness that a mincha usually has. Make room, make room for the captain, please. Remember, there's plenty of room for you, Rafa. Come, come, come closer. First of all, without a Yemenite representation on the table, Claudius Rowe isn't even here. We must have you. So, then we have uh, equivalent cases of chova of this type that are also menachos chova that would come of the tzibur. So we have we have the classic menachos chova. We have the the carbon that's brought for the omer. We have the shtealechem, which is called a mincha. Even though what we do is we don't not commit it, but we bring not because it's chometz, but we do bring from the zevach, and that is now the matir of the. Uh, of the Shtehalechem. So we have the Omer, we have the Shtehalechem. And we also have Chovos of the Yochid. We have, besides the, of this same type, because we have the Mircha that's brought by the, uh, the Kohen Gadol every day. There's a Mircha Shavitim. And uh, we have a Mircha that's similar to that, that's brought by any Kohen the first time that he does a Vodah, which is called Mircha Sinov. It's essentially the same as the Mircha Shavitim, except it's brought together. Then we have our whole list of various menachas. Oh, I forgot the most important of all. We have a menachas chayvah that can be brought by Yochid and Sibor, which is brought with every carbon oil and carbon chlamin. That's a menachas nesachim. So every time you bring, we call it menachas nesachim because there's also wine that's poured out, but it's a menachas too, just like a menachas omas. So those, those are chovas. You have to bring them. The, 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 the Sibor brings them and the Yochid brings them. So again, we have that split up between Yochid and Sibor and chova. And then we have Nidavas by Menachas. We don't have a similar Nidava of a, of a Tzibur, but we have a Nidava of Menachas. So any individual who wants to bring a Mincha, just can be no Deva Mincha or, or no Deva Mincha, the same way you can do with a Korban and a Korban Shlomim. Those Menachas are split into five <laughs> fundamental categories. So you have normal Minchas Selas, which is the flower and the oil is standard. We don't do anything with it. Just mix it together. <coughs> and then we have two types of menachas that are put into pans. One is called the menachas machavas, and one is called the menachas marcheshes. And the difference is whether it's a deep fry, essentially a deep fry for us, it looks like it's real hash. You know, you get that, that uh, wiggly look on it. It's the marcheshes. And the normal fry would be machavat. And then you have baked menachas, which are called menachas ma'afet, ma'afet tanur, essentially. And those are two different types. We have the rikikin, which is the thin matzah-like, and we have the chalos. But obviously they're not chomets. You can't bring chomets on the mezbeach. 
And those are brought by any, any yachid. The difference is if that yachid happens to be a kohen, then the entire minute is put on in his It becomes like a noyla, because minifestein, kovil toktar, lo teachel, there's no shirayim. Other than that, it's the equivalent, really, of a shlomim for, for Yisrael, except that it's kachikavesh, so that there's, there's a, a, a part that is eaten by kohanim, and there's a part that's put on the Mizbeach, which is the Kmitzah. So that basically wraps it up. Now what we're going to do is we're going to take the four Avedas that are corresponding to the four Avedas of the Zevach. And again, by Zevach we have Shita, Kabbalah, Holocha, and Zerika, because we only care about the Dam. Once the Dam part is over, the Avod is over on the Korban. Because even if you wouldn't be marked here or anything, surprisingly, the Korban is perfectly kosher. It's the Dam. A Dam of an Epeshekhaper, and that's for about the retreat in general, whatever it is you need to do. When it comes to a Minchah, we have the equivalent thing. We have the Kmitsa, which is the equivalent to the Shita. We have the Nasina, the Kli, which is the equivalent of the Kabbalah, the Kli of the Dam. We have the Holocha, which is the equivalent of the Holocha. And we have, as the corresponding part of the Zurika Saddam, we have the Haktora of the Kmitza, which is what you do with the Kmitza, but it's basically the thing that you're putting of the inside life of the vegetation on the Mizbeach. Let's say we take the inside life of the animal put on the Mizbeach. Except we're going to just throw it on, we actually burn it. And so we're going to have now our first, our first Mishnah after Savajaj gives us his introduction. And this Mishnah, as you will see, is completely parallel to the opening mission of Zvachim, as is the Gemara that follows. So, here we have the same idea as a Zevach that was and of course, as we'll see later, the Mishnah is going to develop that it means really the same thing, whether it was Nosem Bekli, whether it was Halach, but we take the first Aveda, and if I do the Kmitzah, Shalolishman, and just like we had by Zevach, there's two elements that require Lishman. There's Lishman of the type of Korban, so if you bring, you bring a, uh, a Korban Oila, uh, L'shem Shalomim. That's a Shinui. And, that's, and that gives us the following den, as we'll see. Or, there's a Shinui Bailem. So you take Plonies and you shepherd it for Almonies. Even if you do it in the same karma. Here, too, the Mincha that can be Nikmat Shalom Shman, it's kosher, just like a Zebach would be. Ela Shalom Alula Baalim L'shem But, just like by a Zebach, the person was not Yotze, his nether, if he brought it if what the coin brought it, Shalom Shman. The difference would be just like it was by, ne- by Zevach. By Zevach we have Chutz Bichatas with Pesach. And over here we have Chutz Bichatas Chote Uminchas Kanos. Minchas Kanos is a reference to what? Chote, of course. To what? Chote. Yeah, because it's Kina. Kanei Ba'alam. So the Minchas Chote and Minchas Kanos, they're different, just like the Carbon chattas, so to the minchas chattas is different. And a minchas chote or a minchas kanos, where you did the kmitza shalolishman, again, whether it was shalolishman of the person or shalolishman of the type of minchah, or natan bikli, or halat, or hiktir, this is the way the Mishnah gets in the four avedas of the minchah, any of these that were done shalolishman, or for that matter, 
any of them or any mixture of them that were lishman v'shalolishman. So I did one of them lishman, one of them shalolishman, or part part of it lishman, a part of it shalolishman, just like we saw back by the the zeba, the first part of the shlita lishman, the second part shalolishman, or vice versa. Oh, lishman v'shalolishman, oh shalolishman v'lishman, and it doesn't matter which comes first. In other words, you might have thought maybe we go according to the opening of your makshab. So, betchilas makshavta. Or we might have thought that uh, you always go after sofa. And there are places where we, where we do say that. Over here, either way will passel. And here it's literally passel. So, in other words, it becomes just like the zevach becomes not something that you continue doing the avoda on, you burn it. And here too, it's passel. And when we say lishman v'shalal lishman, what do we mean? Well, okay, say the person thinks, the Kohen thinks l'shem minchas chote, or l'shem minchas nedav. So he's changing the minchas chote in partially into minchas nedav. Or shalal lishman v'lishman, l'shem minchas nedav, l'shem minchas chote. Either way would be possible. Ask the Gemara, what's this Ella business? Why, why do we need Ella? All you have to say is, I mean, Ella throws in an extra word, which you're never supposed to do. And, what's worse, it, 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 it has an implication. Its implication is, there's only one thing you have to word, just this one difference. Now, on the surface, I mean, like, what could that possibly include? Since the only thing I have to know, if it's kosher, is that, I'm allowed to eat the shirayim, you know, and I continue to do the Aveda. I mean, but, so that, that's not Ella, the lower Sheros means that. So what, what's the Ella? This other way, I don't care how to explain. Answers the Gemara HaKamashvaman, the point that the Tana is making, that indeed the only issue here is that Labalam Udalah Lulashum Chova, but, an emergency room here in Israel? My gosh. But, but we ought to have a sign, no? I, I think people should you know, figure it out on, the, on their own. Well, now they have better. Now they have a device that prevents you from yeah. deception. That's, that's, that's a lot better. <coughs> it, uh, it prevents phone reception. You turn it off, it prevents it. That's even better. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't want to say it. <laughs> I would like to ask either phone soft or vibrator, silent, etc. Because you show me how to put it on vibrator. On this. <laughs> this one I don't know how to use. That's right. You have to wait till the kids come and I'll show you. That's right. <laughs> so the Ella, the, 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 um, the Kiddush is that when we say that the Mincha is, is not all of so fine, it's a kosher, generic mincha. Now, if I want to do something to it, to switch it to a different type of mincha at this point, now that we already did this wrong, maybe I can do something else, then just because it's just a generic mincha. Ruined it, I might as well ruin it some more. Well, yeah, I might as well do whatever I want with it, as long as it's, as long as it's still going to be a mincha. So, but the mincha goof is kshera and the chiddish is You cannot make any further shiduyin. In it, Kitarava, the Yamarava, Olash Shaktashalishma. It's still a Sulizrog Damashalishma. You you can't make another change in it. 
Ibois Ema Svara, Ibois Ema I know this logically, and the truth is that there is Maravis on it. Ibois Ema Svara, why should we say, Mishumda Mishani Bokalani Lishne Baramezil? What would give you the reason to think that it has now lost all specifications? All that we said is that it's kosher, so, so why change it any further? But it's also Pasek, Ibois Ema same exact project, of course, that we brought for Zvachim. Motzei Svatecha Tishmar Ve'asita Ka'ashem Adarta L'Hashem Elokecha Nidava. That is a contradiction. What do you mean Nidava? You just said it was a nether. You started off by saying Ve'asita Ka'ashem Adarta. And how do you say Nidava? Nether and Nidava are fundamentally different. The nether is accepting responsibility on yourself to get something done. And the Nidava is giving a halacha on the chepet. Say, this is an ayla. The difference is very strong also the halacha. If you have a nadava that something happens to, it's not your responsibility. You said this would be a nadava. Fine, now it got hit by lightning. It's not your problem. But were you accepted upon yourself to bring something, it is your problem. So how can you suddenly switch between a nether and then call it in the fuzz? Can a nadava is the same thing? Call a nether and a call nadava, make up your mind. Ela im kamoshina darta sita if this was brought as per specification, you were yod saying you're nether. But if not, it still has the din as if it were in an adava. That's the point. And by the way, this is strongly part of the svara that Rebbe was saying. Because the idea of lo alalabayla mishum chol, which what I would say, you can't be yod saying is nether. So in which case, indeed, what's the point of the specification? Wasn't the netter that which gave it its specification? So if the netter is canceled and I can't bring it with this, why indeed shouldn't I be able to be Mishana? <coughs> because we understand that every netter has a component in it about the Chepet itself. Every netter has a component that defines the Nadava that I set aside for the netter, right? So even if I'm not going to be Yotzi my netter, why wouldn't this animal that was brought as per the specifications of the netter retain its Kedusha as an Nadava that doesn't bother me from the netter? So even Robert was thinking this, basically, as part of the Svara, because otherwise... I mean, it's not a very persuasive part. Why not? Since now I can't be out in my nether. So why, why am I mechuyim to do it? You see, there's two different issues. There's the issue of the Kedusha on the Hephaz, and the issue of the Gavra's responsibility to see to it that that Hephaz is brought. So therefore, in commotion of Darta, see the fight. So then it's for your nether. But if not, it doesn't change anything. It's still an adava. It's as if you set it aside for that purpose, not to be yotzeinen. Then adava nishayla shenuyeva. But it's just because it's an adava that you're allowed to make changes. Beautiful. Now, Lena Masis is going to Rabbi Shimon, but we do have a problem, and 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 we, the truth is, we already know about Rabbi Shimon from Zvachim, and it, we we've actually had most of this dot already in Zvachim, in a very special place. <laughs> The Tanya, Rabbi Shimon Omer. Kol ha-minachot shenik b'tzu shelo l'shvon k'shirot. Rabbi Shimon says, I disagree with this whole idea. He seems to be saying, I disagree with this whole idea. Because he says the exact opposite of what the Mishnah says. It doesn't seem possible to square our Mishnah, Rabbi Shimon. He says, any mincha that I'm kaimit shelo l'shvon is kosher. And not only is it kosher, but it's olabal and l'shem chova. Why is this? Because it's reasonable. I mean, ena minachot domot l'zvachim. You can't create this parallel that you're trying to create the Zevach and apply it to a Mincha. If somebody does the Kemitah of a Machavat as a Marcheshet, 
No one in his right mind will take that nakshava seriously. Why? Because you look at what's in his hand and say, excuse me, sir, but you seem to have a, a, a vision problem. Because you're obvious, I could see the difference between a Markeshet and a Makabat. You're not holding a Makabat, you're holding a Markeshet. So what are you trying to say? So therefore, I, 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 I can't take seriously the Makshavah. It's bottle, it's, it's prima facie bottle. And, and, and Matzah Mokichan Allah, Makabat. If I say, I'm bringing a Minchaskote, a Kareva, as I mentioned before, Minchaskote, Minchaskanot, it's called Kareva because it doesn't have Shema. And I'm saying, I'm going to bring a Karevala Shem Belula. Everybody sees, excuse me? There's no oil in that mincha. How is that? Or there's oil in that mincha. How could you say that it's a mincha's kareva? that it's kareva. Okay, with like saying, I'm shifting this oila l'shem shlomim. I mean, it looks the same. I mean, uh, my shvita is the same. Shvita hakas v'kulam. Zrika hakas v'kulam. Kabbalah hakas v'kulam. I mean, it's all done in the same way. So, by a, by a mincha, there's no reason in the world, thank you so much, to believe that it should be parallel to the Zebach. Now, obviously, this is not such a simple thing, because uh, the truth is there are tremendous differences. There's differences in the Mokom Hashkita, there's differences in how many Zerikas you do, there's differences in how you do the Zerika, whether you do it on the, with the finger, or whether you do it from the, the Kli, and there's all kinds of differences. And the truth is that tomorrow we'll ask these differences later when we sort of switch over to discuss Rabbi Shimon himself tomorrow. But right now what we're interested in is just the question of does Rabbi Shimon accept that there's such a thing as a psul of Lo'ol Hashem Ba'alim by Menachas. And it would appear that our Mishnah is absolutely the opposite of what Rabbi Shimon says. And so we're going to have to conclude the Mishnah is solo for Rabbi Shimon. Now, there is a way out. And the way out would be according to Ravashi. Ravashi, who later comes along with a number of other uh, to explain a contradiction in Rabbi Shimon himself, where Rabbi Shimon himself is quoted in another verse of Rabbi Shimon as saying the opposite, that a mincha is possible. So basically, this kasha of the Mishnah is really the kasha we're going to discuss in five minutes. You know, but this is the way we want to do it. We want to introduce it with the Mishnah and then get into the Bryson. Now, there, there's a number of different approaches to the contradiction in Rabbi Shimon. A bias approach is that there's a difference between saying, I'm bringing a Minchas Machavas with shame a Minchas Machavas, where over there, it's a question of defining the name. It has nothing to do with... Yes, it doesn't look like it. So what? But I'm telling you that my Machava is that this shall be brought at that type of mincha. It should have a shame of that mincha. I'm not claiming that it is that mincha. There, Rabbi Shimon agrees that there's a psul. What he disagrees about, if somebody says, I am bringing a marcheshes, and he's holding a machabat. I mean, that, that's ridiculous. So there, the third impossible, he's not changing the halacha. He's trying to change the reality. Well, I mean, what's, what's the point? It's just time to be the He's just shooting off his mouth. It has no implications. That's the point. So that's, that, that, that's, that's Ravashi's approach. So Bishlam, according to Ravashi, works out fine. I mean, he says, well, Kan Bekom it's Machavas Vashem Machashas, and Kan Bekom it's Minchas Machavas Vashem Minchas Machashas. So then, obviously, you could say that uh, the Mishnah is talking about Mincha, as it says, the Farish. 
bringing this l'shem a minchas marfeshes, which means that what I'm trying to do is give it the halakhic classification of a minchas marfeshes, even though I cooked it as a marfavat. I wanted to have that shame. Now that shame is just a technical din and question. It doesn't necessarily. It, it means I did it wrong. So I'm reflecting wrongly upon the halakha. But so what? It's still. I'm telling you that this is my intent is to bring it as a minute smart precious or, or, or whatever. You're saying, but it doesn't look like that. Fine, so I, so I baked it wrong, okay? I cooked it wrong. But I want it to be this type of minute. With a, a little bit of a mistake, so. But because it's been brought for the wrong shame, so now I, I'm going to parcel it. So time is revashed. If that's the case, then the Mishnah's not a problem because the minute, the, the lotion of the Mishnah indeed opens up he says um, he says over here Minchas Kote Minchas Nandava so he uses the word Minchas even in its description so that works out very well the way Rabbi Hashem understands Rabbi Shimon that's true I'll leave it to Rabbi Shimon as well the, the mission never spoke about a case where he just said I'm doing a frying pan and he, and he was actually doing an oven I mean then the guy's crazy. Well, so in Akinani, Rabbi Shimon is right. The guy, guy's crazy. He really wants to say, we can all see that this is not an oven, so there's nothing to discuss. But the problem is not everybody agrees with this. Ella, the Rabba, the Rabba, as we'll see in a moment, Rabba and Rabba have different approaches. My Ekelamema, what could you say to make the mission work out like Rabbi Shimon? Now, of course, what we want to say is what they do say, <laughs> because after all, the only reason Rabba Varabba needed to say anything was because Rabbi Shimon contradicted himself. And you would think that whatever the contradiction, the solution to the contradiction of Rabbi Shimon is, that could be the solution to the problem of the Mishnah, because the Mishnah is nothing but a description of Rabbi Shimon in the other places, right? So, well, I guess that's your first reaction. The Bechit team, if you're going to tell me, well, what do you mean? The answer is, as Rabba explained. How did Rabba explain it? Rabba explained it by saying that there's a difference between Shinoi Kodesh and Shinoi Bala. I mean, it's all very nice to say, I can see that's a Marcheshev, buddy. Don't tell me that's a Marcheshev. But if you're going to change the owner, well, what do you mean? I, I can see that's Joe's minister, not Joe's. I mean, I can't see it anywhere. I can see it in the Zimba. So, of course, there Rebbe Shimon has made it. Shalola Shem Bailin is a perfectly valid soul by a mincha. And that explains the difference in the two prizes. But you can't say that in the Mishnah. You see, that's the problem. Because our Mishnah specifies the case of a shinoi in the mincha, not in the bailin. So how can you say that mishra, our Mishnah is only talking about a shinoi bailin? It says mincha tzharevala shum mincha tzidavah. It doesn't say mincha shal shlomo l'shem mincha shal david. So, so you can't answer that. Our mission is not Shinoi Bailin, or at least not specifically Shinoi Bailin. Tosa points out that it's also Shinoi Bailin, just like the mission in Zavachim is also Shinoi Bailin, as we saw throughout the Sukkot. But the mission includes Shinoi Kodesh, that's its, its basic case. Diktani Ketzad Lishman Vishalo Lishman, just gives an example. Lishum Minchat Chotei, Lishum Minchat Nidavah. So that's not going to work. Okay? 
And you'll say, all right, well, well, what about Rava's approach? That was Rava's approach. What about Rava's approach? Rava's approach was, Khan become its mincha l'shem mincha, and Khan become its mincha l'shem zeva. The Rabbi Shimon is made for some strange reason, because obviously it's even crazier for a guy to claim, see this, I'm now being came into an oila. <laughs> see the blood dripping out of my mouth? I mean, it's totally crazy. I mean, that should be for sure my thermokik in our lab. Fine. That we'll discuss later. I mean, how could he say such a crazy answer? But Lamaita, he is a mechalic between a minchal Hashem Zevach, which is possible, and a minchal Hashem, another minchal, which is not possible. Well, Howard Mishnah is not talking about a minchal Hashem Zevach. It doesn't help. Because it says, but there is what it's talking about. So if you're going to say, Khan, Pomasnitin minchal Hashem Minchahi, Diktarim Shalil, Shalil Shramalishman, and it gives the example. Minchas the double Hashem Minchas Chotei. So you're going to have to say, Larava, Larava, Machavata, we're better off in simply biting the bullet. Masis in the Lord Rabbi Shimon. We'll have to say, according to them, the mission doesn't work out a little bit of Rabbi Shimon. Only the way Ravashi was learning could it work out a little bit of Rabbi Shimon. Well, now that you mention it, why don't we just ask this contradiction on Rabbi Shimon from the, his own Bryce instead of from the mission? Of course, this is coming around the back door to get to the information that we just took for granted. So, Verami Rabbi Shimon, not Rabbi Shimon. Just time. Rabbi Shimon, I'm a bride which Rabbi Shimon contradicts himself. Rabbi Shimon says, what does the Pusik mean when it talks about the Mincha? And it says, the Mincha, the Makam Kodesh, Rachel, and so on, Kodesh, Kodeshimi, Kachatat, Vichashan. It compares it both to a Kodesh and to an Ashan. I mean, why do I need that? Can I just say, Kodesh, Kodeshimi, and then I'll know that it's eaten by Zikre Kaluna, and it's eaten in a Makam Kodesh. Why do I need Kachatat, Vichashan? Ah! It's coming to tell me that there are types of minachot like a chatat and types of minachot like an asham, meaning a minchaschote. Okay, minchaschote is the equivalent of a chatas. What's it been by a chatas? A chatas shalolishma is partial. Aha! If that's the case, a minchaschote shalolishma is partial, just as like as if it were a chatas. And lefichach kamsa shalolishma psulakif chatchatat. On the other hand, a minchaschnedava, minchaschnedava is like an asham. And therefore, comes to Shalashma, it still would be kosher. And it would also be like an ashram in the sense that, just like an ashram is kosher, but it's enomerata, it's law. So, here, this is the exact opposite of what Rabbi Shimon said. Rabbi Shimon said, you can't change a mincha for a mincha because any idiot can see what it is that you're holding. And here he just brought himself a right from a plastic that if you change a mincha for a mincha, it's possible. If it's a chatas, or it's kosher, but law of shame violent, if it's an adult. So how do you explain that contradiction? Forget about the mission. So the mission is not like Rabbi Shimon. Fine. But the, Rabbi Shimon is like Rabbi Shimon. And, of course, here we get it. We already know the answers. We've been through all three answers. Omar Rabbah. So Rabbah says, well, Kashi Kambashinu Kodesh Kambashinu Bailin. Simple answer. Yes, you cannot turn by waving your magic makshav and turn a makhavat into a makhashas, but you certainly can turn a, 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 a minister that belongs to Mr. A, turn it into Mr. B, because that's not Mokhiyas anywhere in the physical presence. Says Abaya, I don't understand. Did, did, did he just bring the Pusik or didn't he? So I, how are you like making a distinction in the Pusik? The Pusik compared it to the Asham. 
in the Arsham you agree that whether it's Shinoi Kodesh or whether it's Shinoi Bailin is possible. So I'm like, what, what, what are you playing games with the Pasuk for? Rabbi Shimon himself just said, we learned from Arsham. What kind of character is that? I'm like, I need it. Makshava the Pasukhara Hekesha. We learn it out of the Hekish to Kapis and Arsham. Smali Shinoi Kodesh, Smali Shinoi Bailin. Or Marley said, Rabbi, you're not paying attention to Rabbi Shimon? What did Rabbi Shimon say? Did Rabbi Shimon say a drashim of Pasuk? Rabbi Shimon said this is far. He said, Well, it happens to be Rabbi Shimon is the man who holds the Tashin and Time of the Rabbi Shimon holds the Pasuk always addresses our Svara. So therefore he's saying, what's logical? When the Tarek appears in the Tarek, I ask you, what does the Tarek mean? Obviously it means where the Makshav is going to be taken seriously, which would only be a Shinoi Bailin. Nobody's going to take seriously a Makshav of a Shinoi Machabatu or a Makheshes. So therefore, it's only logical. It's not what the Torah meant in this case. So, So he's simply telling you how to understand the Pasek. Something which isn't on the face of it, nonsensical. That's what the Torah is saying. It's Pasek. But a Makshava de Minkara, where the man is saying something. Remember, Makshava means to say when it comes to Kachin. And when he's saying something, that is prima facie nonsense. That's not a makshava b'chol. Now wait a minute, says the Gemara. If you want to apply logic, then you, <laughs> then you, you have to. It's what happens when you get doctors here? They're always there. But you have to apply it across the board. Now you could apply exactly the same logic to shifting an oath. Now, I, I, last time I looked in Zvok, I mean, I had the whole business of Yeshekhti, Ma'ila, L'shem Chattas, or Chattas, L'shem Ma'ila, by Oifes, exactly as they had it by Zvok. But according to Rabbi Shimon, that, that shouldn't work. Because there are very clear-cut differences in the Avedas of an Oila Saif and the Avedas of a Chattas Saif. It's completely different. So, now, let me ask you something. Let's say you take an Oila Saif and you do the Malika, in its correct place, which is, remember my old simon for you. An oil flies up, and an oil means go up. So the thing that flies, which is the bird, is an oil that is on top of the Mizbeach. From that you remember that an oil that doesn't fly is on the bottom of the Mizbeach, and a bird that isn't an oil but is a chattas is on the bottom of the Mizbeach, which essentially inverts chattas and oil on them, depending on whether it's a zevach or an oath, right? Now you remember. So you take an Eilasa of Lamala, which is correct, and you claim it's a Katasa of. So everybody should look at you and say, hey, buddy, who are you trying to fool? If it was a Katasa of, you wouldn't be doing this on top of the Mizbeach. You would be down there on the ground. So we're going to ignore your statement. Exactly as Rabbi Shimon said, we're going to ignore his Makabat Shemakesha statement. Because we say, hey, buddy, that's not a, a Makesha. So it should, according to you, it should be completely kosher. Because ma'aseh mokik, and I'm the Allah's Because after all, if it was a katas oath, lamata abiyabibah, wouldn't he be doing it lamata on his back? Says the what kind of question is that? But a katas oath, lamala, me, let's say, you're telling me that a katas oath is possible if I do the malika on top of the mizbeah? Oh, my ma, malika, bechoma, koma, mizbeah, kshera. So that's not ma'aseh mokik, it doesn't prove anything. It's an indication, it's not proof. 
Okay, fine. So how about if I take an oil of and I do mitzui of the dam, which is done by the oil. There's no zrika of the dam of an oil of so I, I press it up against the mizbeam. And I do this lamala. Now, and I claim it's a chattas. Now, everybody looks at me and says, get out of here. What kind of chattas is that? You're doing everything backwards. So, I claim it's a, it's a chattas of. So, according to Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon should say, kosher, and it's barata, everything's fine, it's all the same bottom. Why? Because it's obvious that this is an ola, because if it was a, if it was a chattas, first of all, it has to be done lamata. And secondly, you wouldn't be doing mitzvah. You would be doing hazoya. Hazoya is you take the, the body of the bird and you fling it so that the, the blood actually sprinkles onto the mizbeah. So now it's obvious. This is why doesn't Rebbe Shimon argue about this case? Amri, that's the, because again, it's not 100% proof. How does the onlooker know whether you're doing the initial hazoya, which obviously you're not, so then he would say, ah, so you're just trying to fool me. But maybe he'll think, there's no reason why he shouldn't, that what you're doing is the mitzvah of Achatasov. And there is a mitzvah of Achatasov. After you do the Hazoyah Adam, you then do a mitzvah. Ah, so you're doing it in the wrong place. <coughs> but the mitzvah Botsar Hazor, it can be done anywhere on the Mizbeah. The Yomamar mitzvah Doma of Achatas, Bechoma Kombe Mizbeah Shera. Because anyway, the mitzvah Adam is not Mahaki. So what's the difference if you do it in the Mara? Therefore, there's nothing in it that proves that I'm lying. And that shows absolutely prima facie this is not a correct bachshav. Okay, okay, fine. How about a chathasa'ot? That he does the azoya lemata, and he claims that it's an ayla, all right? Now, that's certainly impossible. That should be marat, according to Rabbi Shimon. The Mahasemok, you can't only have a Chathasa'ofi. Obviously, it can't be an Ayla, because if it would have been an Ayla, first of all, he would have been doing it Lamala. Secondly, he wouldn't be flying it in the, around or shaking it for blood. He would be doing Mitzri. So there, there's no excuse. Mitzri, why doesn't Rabbi Shimon say that's okay? He does say that's okay. Why not? How do you know he doesn't say that's okay? Excuse me, but did you notice what he said? He said, He didn't say, There certainly are cases in where it's evident that the Machshav is a lie, and he doesn't take it seriously. And tomorrow we're going to go through the, the questions, why by Zvachim aren't there cases where it's evident? That it, it, it was a lie. By the Kohen, yeah. He has to say it. Whenever it says Machshava, by Kutcher, it means he said it. All right, wasn't that fun? Then it's a great review of Zvachim. Basically. That's fantastic. You get two in one here. Oh, that's okay. I think my kids got a hold of your daughter. So they did. Yeah. I talked to my younger daughter. Before. Oh, oh. I don't know who they spoke to, but I got a message yeah. from my daughter yeah. that they're bringing it over to your daughter. Okay. Everybody coming like every week? <laughs> <laughs>
Improvisations on Scottish, 17C in Yes. Well, like, well, maybe not vibrate. Maybe just a nice song. It used to have a good song. They had like Mashiach. No, anything but that. Worthy to that. So what is our plan for today? Playing with the uh, I have mine, by Uh, 